The following program is intended for mature audiences. Warmest aloha, sir. Hey, Holly. Hi. Holly, to you too. He's so Holly, he doesn't even know he's Holly. I'm tempted to say menehune. Like Hawaiian leprechauns. <laughs> or chipmunks or something. What's wrong with that turtle? He has lung problems because he smoked too much turtle weed, which is bad for you, right, Ola? Hawaii has a big future. I, I, I want to become a part of it. I know every angel of these islands. I'm like a good tourist guy. What we're about to say. See, we're on a mission. Trying to find a way. If you and me make a guarantee.
is my desire that wants to hit the spot How's it and welcome to Living the Aloha Life, podcasting Pono on the 808. I'm the poor man. And I am Dr. Aloha. Oh, you sound wonderful this morning. <laughs> Good morning. It's an early morning. We have our coffee today. <laughs> yes, we do. And we're just really making ends meet here. <laughs> we got this weed. <laughs> okay, we just came into Kolo Hey Kai, uh, Cool Down. Uh, we're going to be doing uh, Kolo Hey Kai uh, for the podcast. And once again, we just want to talk about the local artists here. And it's important that we play this music so you guys can hear it. And then if you like it, download their albums. Mm-hmm. Give them some greens. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's a great... Is it just one person or is it a great... It's, yeah. It's, uh, he started, I think, it was one person, 19-year-old. I think he started in... 2009 so it's a considering hawaii it's a fairly newer band right so he's only been around for about 10 years now but he has a lot of really great songs out there i yeah i like his music a lot of great songs and uh he has a lot of friends that come on and play on his album with him Oh, I so that's that. how that works but literally it's just one guy cool yeah 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 and he does a lot of concerts too he does a do a shows. lot of concerts yeah. yeah yeah uh this podcast is dedicated to our patron Stephen from Texas and for anyone planning a trip to the island of Kauai because we're going to be talking about seven days on Kauai which I mean is the best island is that what you're saying <laughs> yes. okay right on I mean it's it's literally you'll have seven days you know you get seven days on Kauai but we're going to be pretty much talking about between 20 and 30 things that you can do, places to eat, places to stay. And uh, so we're not doing anything in any particular order. It's just that we're giving you a bunch of shit and then and you decide what you want to do. Don't try to cram it all into seven days, pick and choose. You yeah. can't do it all. No, there's no way you're going to be able to do all these things because it's kind of spread out all these activities so you got to kind of make a decision you're going to listen you're going to go okay they recommend those things but where am i going to go that's going to be your decision right. you guys have to figure out where places you're going to go what you feel safe is you know safe for you guys and your family if you have kids with you you have to make those kind of a decision and if you want to do a lot and explore the whole island it might make sense to consider you know maybe moving around stay in the north shore for a couple of days and stay in the south shore for a couple of days just so you're closer to different activities that's totally true just like you would if you were staying on the big island you stay in hilo and then you stay in kona right or maui you're going to stay in lahaina or you're going to stay in hana you know make your or oahu you're going to stay on the north shore or you're going to stay on the south shore so Maybe so it's not so stressful. Pick up a two, maybe stay in two different places on two different sides of the island. Or if you like don't, that. just be prepared for, you know, a two hour, two plus hour drive to no, get around. Wants, but to who wants to do side. that? I know. Nobody it's, wants to do that. Even though it's a tiny island, you know, it's one road around yeah. the island. So the traffic, it's yeah. pretty yeah. rough. So before we actually get into starting to talk about Kauai, I want you to know that the weather over the last few years with the flooding has really changed the landscape in Kauai. 
I mean, you've been, you were over there when it was twice. kind of shitty. Yeah. Well, I went over there twice since the flooding happened. And the first time I went over there, all the North Shore beaches past Hanalei Bay were closed. I couldn't even access them. Right, right. The second time I went, they were they had partially opened the road, but you still couldn't access much. So, yeah. It's been yeah, a long so, time since I've so seen... So you've been there more recently than I have. So, I mean, when I was there, there was no issues there, you know. Right. So, so just, you know, everybody know that if you're going to Kauai from to this point on, there may still be some issues over there. Right. Here and there. Okay, so let's just quickly, before we get into it, talk about Kauai yourself, like what it means to you. And you say it's your favorite island. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just kind of talk about it, about the beauty of it, whatever you it's want to say. the raw, natural beauty and the mana of the island on Kauai. It's just, to me, there's no other island that touches it. It's what stole my heart and made me fall in love with Kauai. Um, at first, I thought it was Windward Side Oahu, like Kaneohe, which I love very much. <laughs> okay. And then I flew over to Kauai and um, the North Shore, Nepali Coast. It just, that was it. That was it for me. I just, nothing has ever compared Okay, well, Ka- Kauai for me is, I would say, the most beautiful island. It definitely Okay, is. it's definitely the most beautiful island. I would say it's tied with me. Well, see, the, the reason why I tie it with the big island for my two favorite islands is for the fact that, see, the big island is cheaper, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a lot cheaper. So you can actually afford to live there. Of course. When it comes to Kauai, it's going to be more expensive, right? It's not going to be as cheap as uh, the big island. So I'm going to choose the big island because just economically, it's you more know, practical. It's more practical, but if I if money was not an issue, I would move to Kauai. I totally agree. I would agree. definitely move to Kauai for good because considering what's happening in Oahu and the way the state is just kind of like taxing us out and putting all these regulations on us here in Oahu, it's like you, at some point, I guess a lot of people have to make a decision what island they're going to go to next. And if you go from Oahu to Kauai, it's a cutting cost, but it's not a huge cut. Right. So I really wanted to do something drastic and go from Oahu to the big island and probably save myself. And no joke here, probably 60% of the cost. It makes sense. I mean, it's definitely the smartest choice, and Hilo is so beautiful too. Right. Well, I mean, it rains a lot. You have to make your choice, right? I you have like to make it. where you. Yeah, but where you're staying in Hilo? You're staying up in Hilo. It's closer to the higher elevations where it's going to be raining a lot and mm-hmm. a lot cooler. Uh, you just got to know where to go. And, and in the future, we're going to be doing a show on the Big Island and the Hilo and, and Kona, cool. Kailua Kona. And we'll do the differences between two different sides of the island. Oh, yeah. That's pretty drastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, and by the way, if you guys haven't noticed, Amanda's been on the show a lot more lately. <laughs> I guess I have. So there may be a decision made by the end of the month that maybe she's sticking around for good. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have to see here. So it depends on one person's decision and what they're doing with their lives. So we'll see what happens. All right. <laughs> so I think we get along pretty well. So I think it'd be fun to have you on here all the time. That'd be pretty good. Yeah, right on. I enjoy it. Okay, so you have seven days and you want to make the most of it. So we're going to give you a list of uh, places to stay, a uh, list of activities to do while on Kauai. Please be aware that the big island, Kauai, is just as untamed and raw and the places we'll be talking about are not all safe. You must at all times do your own research and learn about each location we speak of. Uh, some of the places we talk about today are not child-friendly. And all of the hiking locations are weather-dependent, for sure. Oh, hell yeah. 
you have, I mean, the f- you get instant flooding over there, flash flooding. Mm-hmm. You know, if like you're on Kalalau, the trail on the uh, Nepali coast, you could be crossing one of the riverbeds, and if there's a flash flood, you know, I mean, we've lost a lot of people over there. It actually just happened about a week ago. Um, yeah. Not a flash flood, a s- sneaker wave or something like that. Sneak, yeah. Um, some what, I don't remember if it was a sneaker wave or something, but it pulled a whole family out you gotta when be they careful. were hiking. They were hiking to the waterfall, I think, too. It's crazy. you got to be yeah. careful. Yeah, so just be concerned about that. Once again, Kauai is far more raw and far more unpredictable. It's not like Oahu. So you guys have to, just have to be prepared. If you have kids with you, watch your kids a little bit more on Kauai than you would on Oahu. And if you are interested in hiking, but you don't have the experience hiking in Hawaii, they do have a lot of guides you could um, pay to take you hiking in Kauai. That is true, too. Right on. Okay, so we're going to go right into places to stay. What do you think? You want to start it off? I'm going to start it off. What do you want to do? (laughs) I'll start it off just by saying there are so many wonderful places to stay in Kauai. But if you're interested in a more local perspective, Airbnb and VRBO are great options to experience Kauai. Um, They don't have the regulations over there that we have here in Oahu now. That's another reason why I like going to the other islands. There's like almost no regulations. Right. Like everything (laughs) is controlled here in Oahu. That's another great thing about Kauai and all the other islands is that they just don't control things the way they do here because there's so many people on this island they feel they need to control them so if you don't want to stay in a touristy spot it's a great option um and what's really cool too is you can do airbnb or vrbo options within resorts sometimes like i stayed at an airbnb a room when my mom was visiting and it was inside of hanalei bay resort how cool is that that is very cool But much cheaper. Much cheaper. Okay, so we're going to get right into, let's say we have the Luxury Resort Experience on the North Shore, which is Princeville Resort. Luxury and expensive. I don't know how much people, how much money everybody has here. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to go over these. It's your decision if you have the money to, to, to splurge and spend on these places or not. We've put a couple of more expensive and kind of average for Kauai in here, right? Yeah, the North Shore in general is very expensive unless you do the Airbnb or VRBO. Um, Weston Princeville Ocean Resort is another very luxurious and expensive um, option that, you know, it'd be a great honeymoon option or okay. a special event. It's, it's not think. like, let's bring all three or four kids with you. I mean, if you can afford it, that's pretty <laughs> awesome. But most people probably wouldn't want to spend that kind of money. I mean, if you if you spend that money in the hotel, you're not able to spend it on activities and other I things. I always so, say that. Yeah. I go, you know, I mean, we're going to go over these places, but the Airbnbs and the VBROs, you don't have to have something amazing because... You know, you're going to be out and about most of the day, and you're only using that to sleep, to, you know, to rest your head at night. Why spend all that money? Unless you're the kind of person who just wants to relax on a beach well, resort and true. have some drinks and not go do adventures. It, it's up to you. It depends on what kind of vacation you're looking Why for. Why are you going to Kauai if you're not going to do adventures? <laughs> See, that if, you wanna, if, you, if you're not going to do adventures, go to Oahu and I stay agree. on Waikiki Beach. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Hanalei Bay Resort in Princeville, uh, more affordable, but... Um, this is what I was just saying, where you can VRBO. You yeah, can yeah. Okay, so the South Shore uh, Poipu, the Grand Hyatt Resort, uh, the best family resort with the best kids club on the island, uh, wildlife 
wildlife talks in the lobby? It's not real, I don't think. What is that all about? <laughs> I'm not really sure. In a five-acre pool complex that includes an enormous lazy river pool, a water slide, and a saltwater lagoon big enough for kayaking, the Grand Hyatt is unbeatable for keeping kids busy and parents happy. Plus, five of the resort's 11 restaurants have children's menus. Steve, this sounds like the place for you, <laughs> with you and the kids. There so, damn, okay. What's next? All right, we have Kaloa Landing Resort. This is another luxury high-end one. It's in Poipu. It's part of the Wyndham Autograph Collection mm. and has the largest pool in all of Kauai with beautiful natural-style landscaping throughout the whole pool area it has palm trees it's just very beautiful the pool and restaurant areas are what make it as special as it is it's hard to find it but if you think about it it is a little hard to find places in Kauai that are cheap that really nice resorts Kauai in general is very is very expensive, expensive to stay yeah. I mean you're not gonna find anything cheaper than I would say the cheapest you're gonna find is 200 something a night right right and that's not a resort yeah okay <laughs> next we got a. Uh, Koa Kea uh, mm -hmm. Resort at Poipu Beach in the heart of Poipu Town, but with peaceful vibes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, there's a low-rise hotel option, too. It's called Sheraton Kauai Resort, also in Poipu, and it's right on the beach as well. Right on. We have East Shore Kapa'a, Kauai Shores Hotel. Kapaha luxury feel moderately priced. Right. <laughs> has the luxury feel with the resort style property, palm trees, and a beautiful pool. Does any of these not have palm trees? I mean, probably not. <laughs> it's just how they advertise themselves. <laughs> yeah, however, it is less than 300 a night. The best part about this hotel is that it is right on the beach. The restaurant looks out to the ocean. This is a great choice if you do want a high end hotel for your stay in Kauai but you still want to keep things reasonable. So it's sad, but on Kauai, $300 a night is considered reasonable. It really is <laughs> for a resort. I know. Shit. So again, that's why I usually choose Airbnb or VRBO. But yeah. if you are celebrating something or you have the money, these are, you know, unforgettable places to stay, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. So next we have Hilton Garden Inn in Kapa'a. Um, this is a value pick. So this one's a little more affordable. And um, so it's your number one choice if you're on a budget. It's probably about $200 a night and the cheapest that I bad. found. Yeah. It has a beautiful pool, private beach access, hot tubs. So you're still getting a good resort feel. Yeah. Um, but it's not going to be super expensive. It's not going to be super expensive. And then you have the Aston Islander on the beach. Kapa'a, another budget option under $300. Oceanfront, great pool. Poolside bar so you can get shit-faced. <laughs> Uh, can walk to Coconut Marketplace. So I stayed here. This is the first place I ever stayed on my trip to Kauai with my best friend, and we loved this place. It was, you know, it's not high-end at all, but it has a somewhat of a resort feel to it. The pool is beautiful. The pool bar is super fun. It has, um, like, tiki huts, and it's just, it's adorable and much more affordable than most of the options. All right, right on. And Kapa'a is kind of cool, too, because you are halfway to north shore halfway to south shore so it's like you know it's a good location you're not super far from anything yeah but you know you're not super close to anything either yeah that's the thing i don't think people realize that things are kind of spread out mm -hmm. you know on the island of Kauai. so once again know where you're staying know where you're going 
Right. And the other thing about Kapa'a Beach is if you stay there, you know, a lot of the resorts are on the beach, but they're not necessarily swimmable beaches like the North Shore and South Shore. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so we're going to get into places to go. The first one is going to be Queen's Bath. Queen's Bath is an easy 15-minute hike past a small waterfall that leads down to the lava rocks below. Uh, another 10-minute trek over lava rocks lead to the Queen's Bath. The bath is the size of uh, a swimming pool and is a natural tide pool on the edge of the open ocean. People have lost their lives here, so use extreme caution. When you actually go down to Queen's Bath, they have a uh, wooden plaque, and it shows all the people that have died there. It does. That's kind of intimidating. So uh, at all times, it's a beautiful location, but in the s- but that's in the summer, really, but in the winter... Don't do it. ...is when you don't do it, because you will die. So the last time that I was in Kauai... There's now a gate in front of Queen's Bath, and they try to close it on days when the weather is not that good. Of Which course, is a good idea, probably, because tourists don't know what's going on there. You know, they just hear about it right. and wherever. Right, right. They go, ooh, Queen's Bath. Right, and it's a newer thing, the gate, but people still sneak around it, so, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. But I've done this hike three times. I love this hike. The last time I did it, it was um, after a lot of rainfall, and it was so muddy that my friends and I did it barefoot because we couldn't, we were just... Yeah sloshing through the mud but i love it it's very very beautiful and if you do have a good day with good weather swimming in the queen's bath is really a cool experience now when you see a lot of pictures of these places you know you're probably going to now look up these places now that we're talking about them and you're going to see like one person at it that's not the way it is no it used to be where you would have one person there and you know maybe a couple people and you'd have the place to yourself Unfortunately, you know, things just change and the more we talk about it or other people talk about it or it's on TripAdvisor or Yelp, more and more vacationers are going to go there. So you may end up being with 20 other people. And another, so don't be surprised. It's true. And one last point about Queen's Bath. If you're driving there, there's no parking lot. So you actually line up. It's a line of cars and you just wait for somebody to leave and you take their spot. There's like, what, three yes. or four parking spots. Yeah. And then you wait for somebody to break into your car, too. I know that, too. But it does take... <laughs> you don't be surprised if you have to wait 45 minutes to park. That's yes. Kinda normal. And don't leave anything in your vehicle that's in view because if they see a bag of, like, your towels and you know, whatever, snorkeling equipment or whatever it is, they will break into your car and steal it. So just make sure everything's mm-hmm. out of sight. So maybe... In a lot of places in Kauai, when you park your vehicle, make sure same. you do that. Yeah, if yeah. you're staying North Shore or even Kapa'a, maybe consider Ubering there. Oh, jeez. I don't know. No, I mean, some people want to go on an adventure and drive their Jeeps. And that's another thing I recommend, too. If you're in Kauai, only rent a 4x4 Jeep. You know, make sure you have a Jeep vehicle or a convertible. Just know that a lot of thing, a lot of places are off the beaten path on Kauai. And if you're going to do it and you don't have a Jeep, you're not going to be able to go to those places off-road. And if you go ahead and don't listen to us <laughs> and take a, take a Mustang convertible to these places, you're going to get stuck you and will. way out in the boondocks. You'll be lucky if you find anybody to come help you. All right. So, yeah. Next, we have Makua Beach, which is also called Tunnels Beach. Uh, So Makua Beach is one of Kauai's best swimming, snorkeling, and scuba diving beaches on the island. Its large bay-like lagoon and its massive reef makes it one of the top places to snorkel. Every island has spots like this, but the thing about Kauai is that these places can be pretty empty, and you can't beat that on Kauai. So this one's called Tunnels Beach because of all the tunnels and arches in the reef of the bay. Yeah, I've been here a million times. I mean, well, not a million times. (laughs) So talk about it. So I've only been on Kauai. I visited Kauai. Kauai is the 
least visited island for me. I've been on Kauai three times in my life in 20 years. Um, but this is a beautiful beach, but it's not in the wintertime. So once again, be very careful on when you make the decision to come out to Kauai or Hawaii in general. The summer and the winter is going to give you far different... Um, right. what, what am I looking for the word here? Water... Uh, conditions. Conditions, yeah, yeah. exactly. Because you, you won't be coming here and doing these things, snorkeling and stuff like that in the winter time. So as long as you come in the summer, you'll be fine. You'll be able to experience that. The, uh, the reef system is awesome here, but that also creates some pretty good waves in the winter time. So mm -hmm. you can't be doing these kind of things in the winter time. For sure. So, okay, we're going to go to Waiale Ali Crater, the Blue Hole Hike. Uh, Waiale Ali Crater, also known as the Blue Hole Hike, has another name called Weeping Wall. Because when you finally reach its end, the entire wall of the volcanic crater looks like it's weeping and crying with a beautiful flow of water down its side. It's truly one of the most mesmerizing sights in all of Hawaii. Getting there is another story, however. Mm. You won't unless you have a reputable guide, as Blue Hole is an extremely difficult and technical adventure. And for that reason, it's up to you to find a professional to bring you. This is not a faint of heart hike and is the wettest location on earth and known for its flash floods mm. um that's scary i have not ever done i have not done this hike it's a bucket list item for me it's a bucket list i've talked about it there's so many places sometimes i get confused i might have said that i've done it before but i have not done it almost all my friends have done it right it's not easy it's an extremely long hike and you know i've said well if we get all the way that far in there can we just camp no, because at any moment there could be flash floods there because you're literally in this blue hole like cavern and the water has nowhere to go except right, right past you and you'll get swept. And it's all coming down the side, right? So it looks the like whole it's wall. weeping. It the looks like the wall. wall is crying and it's so beautiful right, the in whole, pictures. Yeah, the whole wall of the volcanic crater is crying. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's an amazing, beautiful place. But you all that water comes down. Yeah, you're yeah. going to be in trouble. The only issue I have with this place is if you do, if you are an extreme hiker or a advanced hiker or a really good hiker, this is, you never do this with your kids. Never, ever. The kids are not involved in this type of thing. Right. Um, if you're younger and it's just like you and a couple or maybe some friends that are experienced in good shape and you guys do this, the only issue I have with it is the helicopters. They you mentioned they, that. They, they come into this place all the time and really disturb the natural beauty of the area. And you've worked your ass off hours upon hours to get into this place. Right. And you want to relax and feel that serenity. And you're dealing with those goddamn choppers over your head going... It's horrible. Because Kauai does so many helicopter tours every day. They're trying to stop it, though. They're trying to stop that. They're trying to stop... Like I believe, like even on Kauai, all the islands, even on the volcanic craters of Big Island, the local people are trying to stop certain areas for choppers to come into. So I hope over time... This place won't be ruined like that anymore. Me too. Yeah. All right. So we have Anini Beach. This beautiful stretch of coastline is one of the most beautiful on Kauai, and the views are stunning. Offshore is the longest continuous reef in Hawaii, which makes it a great place for summer swimming, snorkeling, and scuba diving. Again, summertime. Mm -hmm. You just need to remember to be safe at these less visited places. So always swim and snorkel with others and never go too far from the inner reef system as the channels in the reef can pull you out with the current. Tell me about that. 
Yeah, I mean, that's an experience I had before, and that was at Hanama Bay. Oh. I mean, I was going to an open channel, and the current, really, the riptide in the current flushes you out. So if you get caught in that, you can get flushed out, and it's very hard to get back in. Wow. And, mind you, like a place like this, there's not going to be any lifeguards. Right. So you're on your own. Like some places, you, some of the places on Kauai, there's no lifeguards. You're on your own. If you get in trouble, you're in trouble. And that's why... We hear on the news, not the mainland, no one, no one on the mainland hears about it, but we hear about, oh, another person drowns on, yeah, on Kauai, another person drowns on Maui, another mm-hmm. person drives on the big island, drowns on the big island. So you got to be very careful, always have people around you. But this is a beautiful place. And this is on the North Shore? The North Shore, yeah. As far as I remember. Okay, yeah, it is. <laughs> I, haven't, I, haven't, I have not been to Kauai in... No, it is. It's I don't remember. I, yeah. I don't remember. I think it's been at least... I think I've been, I haven't been in Kauai in maybe eight years now. Oh, maybe so, time soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been, it's been a long time. All right. All right. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Hey, how's it? And welcome to the Aloha Life podcast. You're listening to us because we have great patrons who have joined our Patreon page and have become members of the podcast by supporting and donating to our show. Without our patrons like you, we wouldn't be on the air. So if you enjoy the podcast and want to hear more shows every week, please do take a moment to join us and become a patron of our podcast at patreon.com forward slash living the Aloha Life. And thank you so much for your support. All right, we are back. Uh, we're going to be going over to... Moloa Beach. Moloa Beach is another great beach to visit when the ocean is calm in the summer months. Swimming and snorkeling again is an option. But to me, this beach um, was one of those beaches to just chill and be alone at. Uh, I didn't feel it was such a great beach to swim and snorkel as much as it was a uh, beach to get away, uh, enjoy a picnic, walk along the beach, and just be alone with a loved one. Uh, this was probably the, one of the most romantic beaches, I guess you could say, that I walked on, on Kauai. Sounds beautiful. Yeah, sounds beautiful. So, yeah, it's a nice beach, and the thing is that still, thank God, not too many people know about it. So. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Keep it that way. Yeah. Okay, so next we have Opaika'a Falls, located in the Wailua River, in Wailua River State Park. There's a trail to the falls, but the state closed the trail. So guess what? You get to go by kayak. It's all (laughs) about the journey, right? That's right. You enter the river near the Wailua Marina and work your way up until you see the split, the Opa'eka'a stream. Head off to the right under a bridge and follow the stream until it ends and secure your kayak. Then you can hike the rest of the way to the falls. So this is a fun one. This is a really fun one. Um, Not too many people do this still. Uh, but it's, I would say, I'd love the kids, you know, if I had a whole family, I would love to do this one, but I s- just don't feel that it's safe enough okay. for the kids and the whole family to do it, but it's really beautiful. I mean, you can take it, I would say it's not dangerous, but as long as you have kids that are responsible, you know, maybe they're like 15 or 10, something like that, I would say, okay, but anything, any kid under 10 years old, this isn't something I'd do with them. Okay, on to Lydegate Beach Park. If you have kids or are not the greatest swimmer, this is the uh, best beach for you and your family. Swimming or snorkeling, uh, this is the spot for those a little nervous about getting into the opened ocean. Uh, It has very calm conditions surrounded by man-made ponds. It's like a rock wall. Uh, It's very peaceful, so there's nothing to worry about at this place. This park has it all and is one of the best places for the entire family to visit on Kauai. 
It's one of the fewer beaches on the East Shore that are swimmable, I believe. It's a very pretty one. Yeah, it's very much like um, if you guys have visited on Oahu here, uh, Kiona um, fish ponds or turtle ponds. Mm. It's uh, very much like that. All right. So next we have Wailua Falls. Many people just go for the view of the falls that you can drive to, the overlook, get out of your car, take some pictures. But if you want an adventure, you could do a serious 20-minute hike with the aid of ropes and some serious downhill trekking. But the view at the bottom is much more rewarding of the falls. So just remember, use extreme caution when going down to the falls and take it slow. Have you done this? Yes, I have. It's not that bad. It's, it's ex- I mean, it's, it's extreme 20 minutes down with the ropes. Um, can the whole family do it? I guess look into it a little bit more. I'm always more cautious about kids getting involved with these types of things where they can accidentally fall or hurt yeah. themselves. So I would probably once again things are just more raw on Kauai. I mean, I haven't done this hike in, what, eight years, so who knows how the trail is now right. and just how eroded it is. Just take the kids to the overlook. It's beautiful. Yeah, that's and what I would do. If you go early morning, it has that moody, foggy feel. Yeah. It's just beautiful. The falls are flowing. It's yes. gorgeous. So once again, like I said, you guys have to make your own decisions on you feel, you know, if you feel it's safe for you and your family to be doing these types of things. Once again, if you're adventurous, this would be great to do. It's only a short 20-minute hike down. It's a little steep. You can fall and hurt yourself, so possibly probably keep the kids away from this one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number nine is Poipu Beach. The, the famous Poipu Beach is one of the best and one of the most beautiful family-friendly beaches in Hawaii. This is one of the beaches that monk seals and honu green Hawaiian sea turtles come and bask on the shores, so please remember to keep your space from them. This beach is great for snorkeling, great for swimming, and great for small children to chill out in the great wading pools here. This is one of the best gems of Kauai. It's beautiful, for yeah. sure. Okay, number 10, Nepali Coast and the Kalalau Trail. This is, again, what made me fall in love with um, Kauai. So I, I love the Nepali Coast. I have not done this hike. This is a huge bucket list item. I wanted to do just a few miles of it, but it was closed when I went with my mom and wanted to do it. Yeah, there's a hike that you can do pretty much. I can't remember how many miles in. But We're it, gonna it, go it brings it, me to no. no there's there's this there's different ones. This oh. one I don't talk about on this. Okay. If you don't want to do the whole hike, you can do two miles in and two miles out. Yeah, you get you to, to see the a beach. waterfall. There's a waterfall. I think the waterfall is four miles in and out. Yeah, there's a beach so. at the end of the eleven miles. Okay. That's the one that you usually um, you tent on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, the Nepali Coast and the Kalalau Trail, the pinnacle of hiking in Hawaii, it is twenty-two miles total. The waterfalls, majestic sights, and beaches you will cross on your journey are the best on earth. You'll spend two days camping across vast landscapes with beaches and waterfalls. Hanakapi'i Beach and the additional two-mile hike to Hanakapi'i Falls will be the icing on the cake. Great job with that. Thanks. Great job. I really, really, really want to do this. Now, you do have to plan in advance, and there's been some serious changes over the past year. You now have to make reservations. Yeah, because people get lost, die, whatever on this one. Well, and after the flooding, once they reopened it, um, they decided that you have to make reservations. They monitor the parking lots. Mm -hmm. You you really do have to. Yeah, this one's no joke. This is probably the most advanced and most incredible hike in all of Hawaii. The thing about that, whoa, is it pouring out? Yeah, you hear that? I know. 
just out of nowhere. Did you guys hear that in the background? As soon as you heard that, it was just like like instantly you can just have a downpour here. You just never know what's going to happen. I love it. Um, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Holy crap. It's going crazy out there. Um, yeah. So the Kalalau Trail, like it's 11 miles in, 11 miles out. The thing about camping and bringing a backpack is it's going to be unlike anything else because you got to carry yourselves probably about between 20 and 40 pounds on your back yeah. on a trail that at some areas are only a foot wide. This is not for the faint of heart. And Kids I, never do this. And I believe this trail involves crossing streams as oh, well. Oh, yes. Yeah. So and that's where you careful. can have your problems. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, uh, I mean, I, yeah, I felt like I was like, this was it for me. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so, I mean, but if you can get to that point where you experience this place and do it and are at the age where you can accomplish this feat, you'll never, ever forget it for the rest of your life. It you may only do it once, but you'll never forget it. It is my number one bucket list item it in should all be everybody's. It I want to do it. I just want to do it so badly. I hear you. Okay, we're going to be taking now our middle break to uh, listen to Kolohi Akai natural high and we'll be right back all right Yeah, yeah, Oro, what's a 
We are back. We're going to go into Spouting Horn Blowhole. This location is a lava tube, and this one is known as Spouting Horn. Every island has blowholes, and uh, for Kauai, this is one of their natural wonders. As with all blowholes, high surf is the best time to see the blowhole shoot 50 feet into the air. To get to Spouting Horn Park is easy and there is plenty of parking with a great vantage point to watch it and blow its top. Remember, please don't go too close and never stand near the blowhole on the ocean side as people have done in the past and died. Done. Huh? I mean, who's this? Uh, I, I just don't understand people sometimes. People just don't realize. Let's just put my head over that blowhorn. <laughs> Let me put my back to the ocean and get a double whammy. It's Curiosity just, got the best of them. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay, number 12, Polihale Beach. This is in Polihale State Park. It's one of Kauai's largest and off the beaten path beaches on the island. So to get here, you need to rent a 4x4 Jeep to reach it. Yes. It's a very remote location, often referred to as God's country. It's beautiful. Yes. It can it can only be reached via a poorly marked dirt sugarcane road, making a four-wheel drive your only way in and out. But it's a musty gem of Kauai, so you can drive your Jeep on the beach sand. Just don't get stuck because no tow truck's going to be getting you out of there. <laughs> no, absolutely not. This is like uh, one of the most gorgeous, wide, and long beaches on Kauai. No one goes there unless they have 4 by 4 You'll see a lot of local people maybe in their Toyota pickup trucks and things like that. But there's really not going to be anybody there. And it's kind of like when you get to a beach like this, you really feel like you're lost. Like you got stranded on this island. And there's almost nobody there, and that's that's why I love the beach. But once again, it's way in the boonies, so you have yeah. to go with a Jeep, because if you don't... And then, now listen, Jeeps are not perfect. If you don't know how to drive a Jeep, and you don't know how to use the 4x4, don't go too far onto the beach. Because you can still get stuck, even in a Jeep. Right. You so gotta know what you're doing. Speaking of... I did a boat tour, which I'll talk about later, but um, I remember being on the boat and we saw, we we passed a Jeep that was stuck. Yeah. And I'm wondering if it was this location. I might think it might be. It was very remote, very yeah. beautiful, yeah. and the Jeep Tourists got stuck. stuck in the Jeep. Yeah. They probably didn't know how to activate into the four-wheel drive. They thought it was all, always had four-wheel drive, but they don't. <laughs> you have to put it into four-wheel drive and then, yeah, so you got to be very careful. I've seen people get stuck who don't even know how to use Jeeps, so make mm. sure you know how to use Jeeps before you go to a place like this and drive out onto the beach. Because nobody's going to rescue you. No, no. <laughs> All right. Kilauea Point Lighthouse, built in 1913 as a navigational aid for commercial shipping between Hawaii and the Orient. The Kilauea Lighthouse stands as a monument to Hawaii's historical past. It has guided an endless amount of ships and boats safely along Kauai's rugged North Shore with its signature double flash. This is a piece of history and should be a part of your Kauai adventure. We won't know how long this... Oh, yeah. I was reading about that. that they, We don't know how long the lighthouse is going to um, exist because it's seriously damaged. 
and I'm not sure if they even rebuilt it yet. So you guys should take a look and visit this location before it crumbles. Because oh, who knows? I mean, it is a historical place, so hopefully the state will rebuild it. Now, you're going to also remember, too, this is a while ago when I was there, so maybe they've already invested in rebuilding it. I haven't really looked up the research on it as of late. Hmm. So, yeah. Kilauea Falls. This is one of the most beautiful waterfalls and pools. Unfortunately, it has been named Kapu or Forbidden. Landowners don't want to be responsible for people getting harmed on their way down to the trail to the falls. But the trail to the falls are well established, so just do your research and be respectful of the community. Keep quiet. It's a gem of not only Kauai, but all of Hawaii. It's a must do. Yeah, it's uh, I've man, the last time we did this, I it might have been before the eight years ago. It might have been the, the time before that I went, but it's it's probably one of the most. It it looks fake to me. Really? The waterfall doesn't look real. It, it it looks fake. It looks like someone had built it, but it, it's there, and it's the most beautiful thing. You can you can jump from the top of the falls if you want. Wow. There's been times where people have been seriously harmed, and actually someone had died there, because somehow some way the when you jump off the top. You jump down in, and as the water's like it pushes, keeps you pushing you down. The wave, I mean, oh, not the wave, the waterfall. waterfall. So someone couldn't get back up, or someone had gotten stuck with a giant branch down there, and they couldn't get back up, and they drowned. So, so maybe don't do any cliff diving. Yeah, maybe not do any cliff diving there. Uh, the thing is, though, I think that's really part of why they put up a don't trespass, kapu, mm. don't go there because it's on private property and they don't want to be held responsible if anything yeah. happens to anybody. But I think it's a must do. You, you, you have to go see it. Just um, Amanda said, you want to be very respectful, very quiet and don't be laughing. Don't be making a lot of noise. If you have kids, keep them, you know, respectful because there's properties there and they don't want to be hearing that shit on right, the property. And don't be blasting music as you hike. No. And that's a lot of these little things the locals had done in the past have now blocked this place off to a right. lot of people. So if you find it, if you find the trail, if you can go down it, take it, get in the water, see the beautiful waterfalls and leave as if like you didn't exist there. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay, Hanalei Bay, Hanalei Pier. Uh, I remember I had a journal. I wrote this in my journal. So, did you see this, what I said? I did. Oh, Hanalei, you will forever have a deep place in my heart. Here, I just melt into your sand, imagining if heaven looks like you. It's beautiful, Wade. I have been all over Hawaii, and there are so many places I love, but Hanalei, I'm in love with you. <laughs> yeah, so this is, I, I don't talk about a lot of the little things I've written in my little books here and no, there. but that's so sweet. And that just tells you that I, I don't know why this place beats my heart like that but there's just something about Hanalei Bay it just rem that it's that one scenic area that reminds me of like this is what I imagine Hawaii to be the, yeah, it's, with the mountains right, and the, the mountain bay. backdrop you're completely yeah. right and I I feel exactly the same there is something so magical about it so unfortunately um it's my changed, hasn't second it? time to Kauai it was like destroyed from the flooding there was yeah. no pier it was like gone yeah. it was now the third time I went back they did rebuild the pier yeah um it's not the same it's still beautiful yeah. um something just i guess it's just different i know because i've seen pictures and it does not seem or have the feel of the same way when i had seen it for the first time i agree 
And I'm not sure why. I'm not going to, but I mean, but see, that's like me and you. So if someone's going there the first time and they see Hanalei, they're not going to know the difference. No, I agree. And it's still stunningly beautiful. It truly yeah. is. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, don't worry about that, guys. <laughs> you're gonna, if you're going there for the first time, it'll just be beautiful to you. If you've been there several times before and you're going back to Kauai and you never really had a great plan of what to do, and you go to Hanalei uh, Bay again, you'll see how it changed just a little bit. Not yeah. too much, but a little bit. All right, Waimea Canyon. This is one of my favorites. Absolutely incredible. The Grand Canyon of the Pacific. You won't encounter anything like this anywhere else in Hawaii. 14 miles long, one mile wide, and 3,600 feet deep. The Waimea Canyon Lookout provides panoramic views you just can't find anywhere else on this earth. So it is like the Grand Canyon, but it also is a little bit lusher (laughs) and greener. So the contrast between the colors, it's just... The reds and the browns and the greens. greens and the... It's gorgeous. It's, I'm not saying the Grand Canyon isn't beautiful because it's beautiful in its own sense, but this is like a tropical version of the Grand Canyon. It really is. And you see waterfalls. Yeah. You can see waterfalls from the lookout. Yeah, so depending on what time of year you go, I yeah. think. Yeah. Okay, so we have Kokehe State Park, uh, Kalalau Lookout. If there was one picture you could frame to show Hawaii in all its glory, Kalalau Lookout would be it. I continue to be amazed that places like this on Earth exist, and it truly makes you appreciate all over again why you love Hawaii. Kalalau Lookout is one of the few in this amazing park. Also check out, here we go, Pu'u O Kila mm-hmm. and Pu'u Haina Haina. Hina Hina. Hina Hina. Damn it. <laughs> we really practiced on that we one, did. didn't we? <laughs> oh, man. Guys, don't be afraid that you screw up some Hawaiian words here and there. We were looking over some of the names because we weren't really sure all of them. And I'll tell you, I've never heard tourists butcher words (laughs) more than names like this. On YouTube. I mean, it was ridiculous because, you know, sometimes you just can't find the pronunciation of some words. And we were having a hard time with that one. Mm -hmm. But I screwed it up. I apologize. It's all good. (laughs) It's a learning experience. Okay, so there is camping and hiking all over this place. The hiking trails here are also some of the best in all of Hawaii. I actually think you should do number 18 too, just because you can speak about your personal experience here. Okay. I haven't done that one. Okay, so Alakai Swamp Trail. Uh, I have hiked a lot of trails, but if you land this one right in the early AM hours, the thing was is that the, uh, the serenity of it, the majesticness of it, it's because the fog is just lifting over the jungle and you're actually walking in the fog. And you're walking through the deep rainforest, uh, like a fern gully. And then at times you're coming out into these giant fields. And when you come into these giant fields, it's all fog and you can only see a couple of feet in front of you. And actually it's really scary because you don't know where you're going next. (laughs) And what it is is because it's all bog and swampy around here that you have a actually wooden walkway that's only about two feet wide. Oh, and you wow. have to walk it the whole time. So if you fall off this, you're like, oh, am I going to like sink into the, <laughs> into the bog? Am I going to sink into the swamp? And it's really a spiritual experience to do this. If you land it, if you decide to do this hike, do it early in the morning. I, see, that, see, that's the problem, right? You have to get up there. It's true. You have to get over there I mean, from your hotel or wherever you are. So if you really want to experience the ultimate of this hike, you may have to leave your resort at 4 in the morning. But or, it's worth it, you're it's saying. It's worth it. It's so totally worth it. 
because I've there's been few places that I've experienced this type of place like this, just that like outer worldly type mm. of feeling. It sounds incredible. And it was it was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. Ka Beach in Haena State Park. One of the most popular snorkeling sites on Kauai, people drive from all around the island to snorkel in the small protected lagoon. Ka Beach is one of the most removed tropical beaches on the island with its high mountains and lush rainforests. At the far end of the beach is a side trail that winds through the jungle to an ancient Hawaii heiau, or a temple, Ka'ulu Pa'oa Heiau a must short hike to the heiau great job with that (laughs) right on you're getting better all the time all right yeah so this is a great little beach um great for snorkeling great little heiau on the side um so you get to see a little bit of everything there's more and more people going there now but when i had gone there i was like there was like three of us there it was unbelievable and it is one of the best snorkeling and the views there with the mountains are just freaking amazing so if you get the opportunity to go out there you're gonna i would say still there's not as many people that go to this particular area because people just don't want to spend the time going out there and trying to find this place so i would highly recommend going here with your kids just remember once again winter summer right right right. right on okay Kauai backcountry adventures you can just you can talk about this. I mean, I I one of my did, favorite I, things. Yeah. So so what you do is Kauai Backcountry uh, Tubing Adventures. As you pretty much go through on tubes, you go through an old sugarcane uh, irrigation system through the mountain. It's not cheap, but it's a great adventure for the family, and this is absolutely recommended for the for kids, kids, for the whole family to do um they do other things too there i think they do zip lining and and, and some other things i think but i don't know i would just do yeah. the tubing it's i would just do the fun. tubing you get headlamps yeah. and you go through these caves and down little rapids and waterfalls and it's just so it's fun totally cool. it's amazing experience it's an amazing experience so if you guys have a family you got kids even if you don't this is a must do must do okay so we're going to be taking a break and we'll be right back Hawaii is one of the most beautiful places on earth, and 808 Cleanup intends on keeping it that way. The 501c3 environmental nonprofit's main mission is restoring Hawaii's natural beauty for its local community and visitors. 808 Cleanup empowers volunteers to conduct decentralized cleanups through the Adopt a Site campaign, responding to littering and vandalism of Hawaii's natural spaces, tagging and graffiti removal, saving Hawaii's indigenous ecosystem, and building sustainable solutions with local communities and nonprofit partners. If you love Hawaii and wish for its beauty to remain for generations to come, consider donating to a great cause and supporting 808 Cleanup's mission to keep Hawaii clean from Mauka to Makai at 808cleanups.org. We are back. We have Honopu Ridge in Honopu Valley. Honopu is one of many ridge hikes in the area of the Nepali coast. Depending on how far you go, Honopu is about five miles round trip. You get amazing views of Honopu Valley and a part of the Nepali coast. This hike is considered difficult, so be prepared and have hiking knowledge or don't do it. Yes. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, So the overgrown grass or I guess the trail itself is overgrown so sometimes you can get lost or confused that easily. Is correct. Yeah, you just have to be yeah. careful. But it's one of those great tra- trails that you also have to do once again. Um, just be prepared. No hiking. Hopefully you've hiked in Hawaii before and once again you have to make a decision. Are the kids going to be involved? Right. So, yeah. So Okay. New Alolo Trail. 
is another amazing trek along the Nepali coast. The views here leave you breathless. The trail overall is difficult and at times you will be huffing and puffing and there are some sketchy spots along the way. So if you don't have common sense and, and hiking knowledge, this may not want to be the hike for you. <laughs> now this once again, this is like a six mile hike and when you get to the end of it, the views are amazing. But when you get to the end of it, and I've done this, you can walk all the way out on the one foot wide ridge. This is the top of the um, Nepali coast. Wow. Um, that is really scary, but the feeling is so amazing but you also have to know too the reason why the nepali coast looks the way it is is because it's so old and it's eroded right so if you walk out onto this one foot ridge you don't know what's gonna happen you're gonna go down 20 3600 feet and it's that's not gonna be fun for you. Yeah. there's always a possibility but i would say if you go ahead and you work your way out and you, you you're gonna do all these miles and you're gonna suffer through it you should walk out there you should walk out there. If at you just, your own risk. At your own risk. So, yeah, it's at your own risk. But I would do it. I did it. And it was it was like I was living in the moment, and I felt that I was going to die. Wow. Yes. Okay, yes. then. <laughs> yes. It's just an amazing feeling because at that moment, you're only thinking about <laughs> not dying. So, there's nothing else in the world that you can think about. And it's a, actually a very wonderful feeling. Wow, that's, yeah. that's interesting. Okay, yeah, yeah, I will yeah. have to experience that. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we have Kalihi Vai Beach. In the summer, this is a great calm beach for swimming. There are small tide pools behind the beach near the stream for wading and swimming also. Great place for kids to play. So this is a good one for kids. Right. When it's low tide, though, just be careful. Once again. Mm -hmm. It's a great overall getaway beach. Have a picnic with a family or a loved one. It feels like your own little private slice of paradise. But like we've been saying mm -hmm. with a lot of these places, winter includes really strong swells. So it's a completely different story and probably not the best idea in winter. Right, exactly. Once again, when depending on when you're coming here, make sure you're planning everything out between summer and winter. Pali Kekua Beach, Hideaways Beach is what they call it. Pali Kekua Beach is an awesome beach for snorkeling and just getting away from the world. But getting here is going to require a nice little hike down a staircase to the ocean, then a short hike down a trail. Uh, you're going to work for this slice of paradise, and it's going to be beautiful when you get down there. You're going to have a great time all day snorkeling. You're going to get a little tired, and then you're not going to like going back up the staircase again. <laughs> so just be prepared. Have a little cardio in you. Uh, it's not dangerous. It's not crazy, but be in a little decent shape, and you're going to know. If you're going to, go, if you're going to be carrying all your equipment down the stairs, down to the beach on this little trail, and then have to bring it all up, just be prepared for that. But it's gorgeous. It's one of the best snorkeling places on Kauai. Okay, we have Sea Caves of the Nepali Coast, or the Grotto. They're also called mm -hmm. Grotto. This is probably one of my favorite things in the world. Visiting the Sea Caves, such as the Blue Tube Ocean Ceiling Cave, the Waiahu Akua Sea Cave, and the Ho'olulu Sea Cave are Excellent. some of the most, I'm trying, <laughs> some of the most mesmerizing and beautiful things you can do. And so few people do it because you can really only do it by kayak or zodiac boat companies. But the kayak, I mean, that looks, I saw people out there kayaking and I did not envy them. They I mean, they're like out by themselves. They That's were crazy. working so hard. Yeah, they were yeah. sweating. It yep. just, they were in the open sun no protection I just I didn't envy them but the, I did do the zodiac raft tour right. 
There's a lot of companies you can choose to do it yeah. through. I did Captain Andy's. Um, I know I have friends who've done other companies, and a lot of them are great. It is an unforgettable experience, and the rafts, the Zodiac pontoons take you right through those sea caves, and right. one of them has a beautiful waterfall. Right in the middle of the cave. It's just oh, coming down. It's, it's so gorgeous. gorgeous. Um, but once again, you got to be doing it in the summertime because if you get seasick or you have any issues more than like well, well there's several things one is you'll get seasick the other thing is it might be canceled it might be canceled they might cancel it on you because they don't want to put you guys in a bad situation and although they're probably booking it all year winter is not the time to go especially if you get seasick you're going to be in bad shape i i was i was going to say do you want to talk about that no i don't <laughs> okay. I, I have a major problem with getting seasick especially mm. on small boats like a like a, uh, a zodiac and uh yeah it's not fun i've done it i've done it twice out of three times and because the first time was great it was in summer the second time was in winter i had gotten so sick that i chose not to do it on my third trip so I've only done it in summer, and it was unforgettable. I would summer not only. try it in no. winter. I totally agree with you. But exactly. if you have the opportunity, this is not a cheap thing to do. No. But do it because it is life-changing, unforgettable. It's not a cheap thing to do. It's a must thing to do. It is. It truly <laughs> is. This is the one thing you want to spend your money on. And it is the best way to see Nepali Coast up close and personal. It truly is by boat. I agree with you. Yeah. Right on. Okay, the Wailua River. Kayaking Wailua is a spiritual experience you'll never forget. It's a peaceful journey that will allow you to become one with your surroundings <laughs> and was a day I will cherish for the rest of my life. Why did I write it like this? Um, when kayaking <laughs> Wailua, this is one of the few times um, I would kayak on my own. Really? Yeah, I don't want to kayak with anybody else. I've had experiences mm. where I've kayaked with other people and I just don't get along with other people in my kayak. Oh, really? Yeah, because I tell them to do something, I do something different. Next thing you know, we're just going around in circles. Oh, I see what you're saying. So, yeah, so this is, a, this is the type of thing where the, the, the Wailua River is pretty gentle, so you shouldn't have any issues, but it's just gorgeous to be on this river by yourself uh, with friends and just go all the way up it. It's awesome. Uh, Wailua Kayak Adventures uh, does a really great job with tours up the river from kayak jungle treks to kayak waterfall tours, so make sure you look them up. Awesome. All right. All right. Princeville Ranch at Hanalei. We're going to talk about horseback, but they have a lot of different activities to do there. At the Princeville Ranch. Yeah. So this is a great horseback waterfall picnic tour available in Hanalei. You'll take a 30-minute horseback ride to the waterfall trail and then hike 15 minutes to a beautiful 100-foot waterfall. Spend an hour at the falls. Take a dip in the pool below and have a picnic and then head down the trail and return on horseback. If you're interested in kayaking or hitting the zip line, you can do that there as well. Yeah. It sounds super fun. I haven't actually I did there. this one. Okay. And it's, uh, it's great. Uh, the thing about this is it's, you know, for the people who don't, I mean, there's so much hiking and so many adventurous things that you can actually do on Kauai. If you're not in the best shape, if you don't want to risk it, if you don't really know, you know, if you're not really great at hiking, this would be one of the things where you're with somebody, you're on a ranch, they're going to take you horseback riding, they're going to take you on the short hike to the falls, and you get to see a 100-foot waterfall right there on their property. It's cool. And it's just, you know, it's safe. It's overall safe. There's nothing that you have to worry about for the day. Right. And some people are concerned about those things. So this would be something to do that if you want to see a beautiful waterfall, you want to go horseback riding on a beautiful property, do it with these guys. Yeah, and not worry about kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you can take the, the kids without worrying. Kids. Is what I'm, you yeah. can take the kids on this too. And not worry about exactly. them. Exactly, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Oh, we got some favorite extra activities. 
bonuses. Yeah, so you have the Nepali Coast Sunset Sale with dinner. You've experienced this. I have not. So it's the same. I mean, you know, when you look at these tour companies, you could pick the Zodiac Raft Tour that we just talked about. Or if you don't want to do that, because honestly, you know, when you're on the Zodiac, you're you're sitting on the side of the pontoon holding onto a rope. So some people want something less strenuous. You can also choose a sailboat. You do a sunset Nepali yeah, don't Coast they sail. Have, I think they have an out, like an out, like a big outrigger type of. There's so remember, many yeah, options. Yeah, there's so many different boats. The one we did with 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 my mom was um, a sail sunset sail, and it was beautiful. Nepali okay. Coast at sunset is insane, and this includes a dinner and everything. So it was. Um, yeah, very beautiful. I actually won this. <laughs> oh, that's right. You told me about that. Yeah, so I won it for two, and I gave it to my mom and her best friend, and I just bought myself a ticket to join along. All right, right on. So you had next you have the Smith's Family Garden Luau. Now, I've never done this. You have. I love this luau. Why is this? What's why? Why so do you love it? right after Lahaina, Luau, and Maui, this is my second favorite. Oh, and, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Okay. And this luau, it's just very different. Well, what's the surroundings of it? It's like, like, is it in the jungle? Is it like in a nice it property? Is, is on the beach? What is it? It's a huge property, okay. and it's a beautiful garden. What they've done with the landscaping there, okay. in and of itself, is just worth. I would say I probably went two hours early just to explore the gardens because they're massive and they're so beautiful and you get a ticket for everything so if you get a ticket to the luau it also includes what we'll talk about next for grotto because that's also okay. their property okay and then you can um, just explore the gardens and just walk around you get lost for hours and then you have a dinner a normal luau dinner and then they'll do this show okay so if our friend steven wants to go to a luau with his family you would highly suggest the Smith's Family Garden Luau. I really loved it. And then you can get an extra ticket and do the Fern Grotto Wailua River Cruise. You can do it as a package deal. It's the same property. Okay, yeah. excellent. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. Can you explain that? Because I've gone to the Fern Grotto once out of my three goes. Because for me personally, it was just a little too touristy for me. Yeah, it's a one-time must-do yeah. kind of a thing. You don't yeah. need to repeat it. But yeah. the Fern Grotto, so yeah, you just hop on a boat. Um, they take you over to the Fern Grotto, and it's this beautiful area. You'll see a lot of weddings happening there. Right, and um, it was it was a place where only Ali'i uh, royal families could go. It's literally like a cave, and you have like plants growing upside down mm-hmm. in the cave. It's it's absolutely the it's place beautiful. is absolutely gorgeous. I just wish it wasn't so commercialized. Well, I agree because they take boatloads of people over I there. Know. <laughs> so, so I mean, if it's yeah. a one-time thing and your family wants to do the uh, Smith's Family Garden Luau and the Fern Grotto Wailua River Cruise, highly recommended. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely, for sure. All right, right on. We All have right. the sky. Yeah, what is this one? Skyline Eco Adventures. So I did the zip line there. This one's in Poipu okay. and um, on the South Shore. And it's just so fun. I so mean, it's fun. It's fun. It's beautiful. Skyline's a great local company. Okay. Just very friendly. Okay, yeah, right on. So, so if you're going to do a zip line on Kauai, you recommend this one? I love this one. Okay. Uh, we have the Kauai Cigar Company and Blair Estate Coffee Farm in L.A. L.A. Hmm. Yeah? Sounds good. I okay, there. so if you guys <laughs> love cigars, you love coffee, uh, maybe Steve wants to visit this one, um, and the uh, Koloa Rum Tasting Room and Company in Lehui. I, I'm sure he wants to go to there, too. Yeah. He'd love to get some of that local rum. Absolutely. It's good stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So those are two great places to go. Now, I, I want to go back and go to those two places again, so two highly recommend. Okay, so um, a few places to eat. And there's so many. Yeah, I know. So we couldn't do all of them. Yeah. I really 
like this place I discovered my last trip. It's called Eat Healthy Cafe. It's a vegan restaurant, so if you're a meat eater, you might not appreciate it. Mm -hmm. It's in Kapa'a, and what I loved the most about it was the ambiance. It was so cute. The entire floor is made of sea glass. That's and pretty so cool. And so there's kids. And I've never like, been to that one. It's picnic tables. It's very casual, laid-back feel, but you go, and like you'll see kids playing. They're sitting on the sea glass floor with um, sand buckets and shovels, and they're playing, and it's so cute cool. while their parents eat dinner. Cool. I just really liked it. And the food was actually amazing. I didn't even know it was vegan. It was so good. Cool. And then we have the Lava Lava Beach Club Restaurant Bar on the beach in Kapa'a. Um, Pauhana and live music. It is really fun vibe. So when I stayed at Aston Islander on the beach, you can walk right over there. And um, you just walk the beach to get there. And it's a great happy hour spot, dinner spot, whatever. Right on. All right, Dukes. Dukes in Kapa'a. <laughs> Um, it's, I actually think it's prettier than the Dukes here. Oh yeah? It has a beautiful waterfall inside the restaurant. So I've never been to the Dukes, so I've been to the Dukes on, um, it's part, Maui, I believe. Okay. So the one here, it's in Kapa'a. It's part of the Marriott okay. Beach Club Resort. Um, so yeah, if you stay there, you can just walk over and it's just, it's. There's a waterfall inside. There's a waterfall really? inside, which I love. That's it's probably on, why it's cooler inside. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not like directly on the beach like the Waikiki one, but it's like across the street. So you still see the beach. Okay, um, cool. And I love it. I just think it's like, it's not as crowded as yeah. the one here and it's still the same dudes. All right, cool. Uh, food trucks and cafes all over Hanalei Town. The food trucks are to well, die for everywhere. there. They're great everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is one of the places that you can get a lot, get into a lot of food trucks. Absolutely. Uh, your favorite puka dog. <laughs> puka dog and poipu. <laughs> I love their veggie dog. Of course you I do. I know. I know. Because you're a vegetarian. <laughs> but I know they have real, hot, they have real hot dogs too. What do they have? Just um, mango relish. They have, um, they have regular hot dogs. They have. Uh, Sausage. I think they have sausage, Portuguese yeah, sausage. So yeah, yeah, bigger ones. Um, so you choose your relish and whatever else you want on it. Yeah. yeah. But the mango relish to die for. It's yeah. really good stuff. Country Kitchen, one of my favorites in Kapa'a. I love it. I love so, all the food there. Very I love good. it too. My mom yeah. got attacked by a feral cat there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't touch the feral cats. She didn't touch it. It just came up it to just her came and attacked her while we were eating. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Okay. Uh, beach House Restaurant in uh, Kaloa. It's not cheap, but it's absolutely gorgeous and beautiful. The food is amazing. The steaks, the fish. So that's another good restaurant. Um, Barracuda and Hanalei. Have you been to Barracuda and Hanalei? I haven't been to any of these, so these are all you. Okay, so um, Barracuda, I think Steve would like Barracuda because it has like a little bit of a, like a tiki type of vibe. Oh, fun, yeah. Really great drinks. It's a really cool place in uh, Hanalei, so check it out. Porky's Kauai and uh, Waimea. You got to go to Porky's. Porky's is like, <laughs> if you want pork sliders, I know you don't eat meat, but if you want <laughs> pork sliders, like barbecue pork sliders, they're the best on the island. So please check out Porky's Kauai. Uh, Tahiti Nui is another great restaurant, a little more higher end in Hanalei. Really good. Hmm. And uh, uh, Kaoki's Paradise and uh, Kaloa. Excellent. Awesome. Good list. Another excellent restaurant. So you guys have plenty of restaurants if you're visiting Kauai to check out as well. Um, okay. I think that's pretty much wrapping it up. All right. We did it. Wow. Good job. <laughs> so I wanted to say that next week I wanted to mention about Patron Tiffany's podcast on pampering yourself and the Hawaii spa industry. Uh, our guest for the show needed to take an emergency trip to the mainland for a few weeks. So it's going to be delayed 
until February. So sorry, Tiffany. I talked to you about it personally. So we're all good. We're going to be doing it in February. So that's cool. So instead, what we're going to be doing the next two weeks is we're going to be doing two patron-only podcasts. Part of the history series, we're going to be doing the history of Father Damon, which I'm really excited about doing. Uh, Father Damon of Molokai. And then we're going to be doing the history of Duke Kahanamoku, the Duke. So if you guys want to get on board, you want to become a paying patron and listen to all these great podcasts that we do uh, for patrons, please get on board. Um, The show is going on because of our patrons, because of our 60 patrons that continue to support the show. So thank you very much to all our patrons. Absolutely. All right. Okay, we're going to be ending this podcast with... Kolohe Kai, Heartstrings. It's another beautiful song. It's kind of like a relationship song, yeah? Sounds good, yeah. Right on. Okay, you ready to do a shoots? Let's do it. Right. Shoots! Shoot. All right, we'll Aloha. see you guys next week. Aloha! Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh.
invitation Darling, I will linger And listen to the sweetest melody Baby, I'm yours My heart is yours Yours to play Speak of Allah, it's all the above, all the good, yeah. So that opens a right way range, Allah. Whether it's Pono, Mikai, still the same. I don't care how you look at it, it's still Allah. Be Pono, be righteous. Yeah.